and then people coming back the next day saying it doesn't work. I'm like, dude, just shoot me. Just fucking. It's like being a shoe salesman and being like, okay, I'm gonna buy a shoe. Okay, you're buying the left shoe. You have to buy the right shoe. Nah, man. Whatever. And they come back and be like, a nerdy bunch production presents a podcast where two friends can't seem to stay out the game. The Gamers for Life Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gamers for Life Podcast where we discuss all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my uh, co-host, my ABXY, Arthur. Arthur, what's going on? Nothing much. Nothing much, man. Got some. Uh, finally, got our cats this weekend. We picked them up uh, yesterday. Oh, time. that's right. That's right. Tell me about the cats. Ah, it's cool. One's a kitten, a few months old. Uh, uh, the other one is a cat, a few months old, still less than a year, mm-hmm. a few months older than the kitten. Uh, uh, they're doing well. The kid's more, you know, exploratory, like, ooh, new stuff. The other cat that's a little older, she's a little more nervous. She's kind of just been living under the bed uh, oh. where it's, like, dark and safe. But they're doing good. They're cute. They're adorable. One um, <laughs> one keeps falling asleep by my foot and my leg. I think it's because I'm warm or something. I don't know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I always run warm, and they're like, oh, this is a blanket made of not blanket. <laughs> we have shelter here <laughs> yeah so but it's been it's been it's been, it's been chill nice nice so uh we have a pretty jam-packed show here today but before we get into it of course this is a nerdy bunch production here on the gamers for life podcast uh so because it's a nerdy bunch production there's a bunch of other great podcasts that are out and available that you should definitely check out for one ton talk uh, which just released a Star Wars podcast hosted by Clarissa and Isabel. So be sure to check that out. It comes out every Friday. So right before, you know, or right before the Gamers for Life podcast. And of course, we have the Nerdy Bunch main podcast out every Monday. Uh, we have Nerd Hut out every Wednesday. And then the special podcast, if it wasn't announced already, I'll just assume that it wasn't. So be sure to check those out. You can go to MyNerdyBunch.com or go on the Instagram. You can find all that nerdy stuff. Now, one of the funny things I was thinking about, Arthur, is that I know we haven't talked about a whole lot of Nintendo stuff. Um, so I, 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 um, I, I, that, just, that just resonated with me for uh, this episode four. Uh, but it was funny. I was thinking about a couple of GameStop things that are Nintendo related. And I remember uh, when I was working uh, back in Redlands, remember when the DS Lite launched? You remember that day? Yeah. <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> I mean, I think the, D- the DS might have been just before my time. Oh, really? Okay. Because I, okay. I remember definitely 3DS, but I don't yeah. remember the DS launch. It might have been just before my time. Okay. Yeah, I remember a lot of the managers, and it's funny, some managers, they would get in trouble for this, but a lot of the managers before like a launch, and like Nintendo always had morning launches oh, for yeah. the most part, and my manager that I had, he would sleep in the store 
if he had to set up a launch and he opened the following day, he would just sleep in the store. And it was the Damn. first time. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first time I've ever encountered that. And I think I was, I don't think I was even a key holder at that time. Your boss, it, Elon Musk. What the. <laughs> and like the funny thing is like, I was like working during like the opening morning launch. I go in and he has like a sleeping bag on the floor and like, and I was like, all right, so uh, what do you want me to do? And he's like, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go to 7-Eleven to get me some cigarettes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, uh, it's it's funny. Uh, if, if he listens to this, he'll probably laugh. But. Yeah, just crazy times. I know we don't talk about Nintendo stuff very much. There's one item here that's Nintendo related. But with that being said, Arthur, this is, of course, out on a Saturday. And I want to say by the time it's Saturday, we are about 31 days away from the next gen console release. Just about. Yeah, we're, it's it's weird. It's coming up. If, if, I feel like it flew by. Like, yeah. I feel like a distant future, like way later. Now it's like. Now it's like, oh yeah, if it's almost my birthday, then it's almost like the consoles are coming out. Like it's almost just fuck. Like it's almost just for me. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like it's, it's like I was saying last episode. As far as just even though to be the smart consumer, it probably doesn't make sense to get a console on day one. But we've been waiting like seven, eight years for a brand new console, so it's just kind of exciting, man. It's yeah, a little it's been over a bit. Month. <laughs> crazy stuff so for some sub news here before the big tuna of the day one thing i wanted to note here the cyber uh there is some news reporting that the game cyberpunk 2077 has officially gone gold so uh for those who don't know what that means it basically means that the game is finally done so the production of it is done the game is actually finished and they will start printing copies to ship out to stores or you know obviously have it on xbox live and playstation network to send out so that's exciting because i know originally we were like is this game even coming out like this year like what's the deal <laughs> i'm glad you said that because i didn't know what going gold meant because i'm just used to like music where going gold and going platinum is based on how much they sell right so i was like <laughs> it went gold i'm like has it come out yet what do you what do you, what do you mean <laughs> the album ha- the album hasn't dro- the album hasn't dropped yet yeah it's like i don't know keanu reeves had a band <laughs> yeah, <they> just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh the game is out november 19th it'll so it, the funny thing is that the game is actually coming out a week before a, a little over a week before the consoles at least for the xbox uh series s and x that'll be out the 10th of november ps5 will be out november 12th and then cyberpunk will be out a, a week after that so it's not not technically a launch title but close enough Right. <laughs> this is the COVID generation. We 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 just coasted through six months of shit, so we can we can wait seven days after we get a console for Cyberpunk. Right, and then also to note because I wasn't very clear on this, it's coming out on the nineteenth for PS4 and Xbox One. So the actual next gen version of Cyberpunk won't be available until next year. So for those that are. Uh- yeah yeah so for those that are waiting or that should wait like myself i'll be picking up cyberpunk the week after the console releases (laughs) huh so yeah yeah so interesting stuff indeed but i'm looking forward to that one 
The next item here on the list that I know we were kind of talking about last week, again, a lot of news that kind of sprung up. So a lot. When, yeah. <laughs> so for those folks that are dick riding Game Pass, just like That's Arthur me. is. <laughs> I dick ride Game Pass. It's we nice. We it's familiar. T- <laughs> it's comfortable. It's rewarding. <laughs> we gotta get a t-shirt or something that, that has that if you have xbox game pass it actually comes with ea access for no additional cost which was Fuck recent yeah. was was uh not too long ago uh announced which is pretty insane so uh just a there's a, a slight quote here i'm going to read on off of the official xbox website when it says when we created xbox game pass we did so with the vision of bringing you more uh, great games to discover and play with your friends over the last three years we've delivered on that vision by bringing you more content to our 10 million members and we've expanded the service to reach people wherever they play across devices at e3 in 2019 we introduced xbox game pass ultimate and game pass for pc and last month, we shared that Ultimate members can play more than 100 games from the cloud on their Android Forder tablet beginning September 15th. And then throwing in this EA uh, access uh, free with Game Pass. Again, just another like, I mean, if if this was like a game of Blackjack, like Xbox is killing it right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous because, I mean, Xbox doesn't own EA, but I mean, mm. this is on par with like the... To me, it's a little on par with the Bethesda thing because that's mm. so many new games on Game Pass. Like mm. that's so many. That's, I mean, I don't play sports games, but EA does have EA does have a lot of other companies that they that they work with. Um, you know, we, we mentioned King, Kingdoms of Amalar uh, originally back before that company went under. It was partnered with EA. So right. like, let's say if it didn't, let's say if it didn't go under then that would have been, then this would have been a game potentially with the game pass. Um, I forget what game, but there's gonna be a few like, like star Wars, like, you know, LucasArts and EA are buddies. So I'm going to see what star Wars games appears on the game pass. Um, right. Right. Is now is, is, uh, Knights of the old Republic. Is that on game pass? I don't know. Cause I already own it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a LucasArts publisher sale like two years ago where everything Star Wars is on sale, and I got, like, a bunch. I got, like, Starfighter for, like, three bucks, Knights of the Republic for, like, four dollars. I was like, I'll nice. spend thirty dollars on all these games. I might play once. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very cool, very cool. But again, man, another shot at Sony. It, it's, 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 it's a lot. That's just so many things in Game Pass. Um, speaking of Game Pass and Bethesda, um, uh, fucking uh, Doom Eternal just came out on Game Pass. Ah, the new, the nice. new, the new, new doom where, uh, it's on earth now. I'm going to start yeah. playing. I'm going to start playing it tomorrow. <laughs> outstanding. Outstanding. I know they got some really great reviews. So I, yeah, I might pick, I might, I might buy that on a lot to pay a full fledged for it for the PlayStation, but great game. Great game. I'll definitely have to play it eventually some way, shape or form. So as far as speaking of games, I uh, got to give a little bit of love here over on the Sony end, the ghost of Shishima is actually uh, releasing a co-op mode uh, that'll be out on the 16th, actually, of October. Oh, that is coming out soon. Yeah, very soon indeed. So according to IGN, Adam Bankhurst, uh, he says that Ghost of Tsushima Legends was revealed 
back in August 2020, and it is a new online cooperative multiplayer experience that features two-player story missions and four-player survival missions, as well as a raid that will be released weeks following launch. It is also said to be haunting and fantastical with locations and enemies inspired by Japanese folktales and mythology and an, emph- and an emphasis on cooperative combat and action. Uh, that's another one on the list that I need to pick up, actually, because I know it got some really uh, positive feedback from its release. So that is one on oh, the it's, list for me. Its reviews were all its reviews were all amazing. Yeah. For, for Shishima, yeah. its reviews were um, super high. And mm-hmm. when they when they announced cooperative coming, I know like a lot of people were excited for that. Or like were a lot were excited for that. I've seen playthroughs, not a full walkthrough, but um, I've been seeing a lot of playthrough videos of that, and it it looks very very fluid, both in terms of the combat and the sto- and the immersive in the story. Right, it looks so good. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would play with you if I could, but I can't. I know, I know, sad face. It reminds me of, um, it's funny, when I first heard about Ghost of Tsushima, it reminded me of uh, Way of the Samurai. You remember that game back in the day on PlayStation 2? I think it was on yeah. Xbox as well. Remember that game? Yeah. It was like, it, it was funny because like as a whole, the game as a whole was okay, but just like the, the mechanics were kind of cool. Like as far as like your samurai sword would break, like if you didn't, you know, if you didn't take out the guy within a certain amount of swings. But I know this is much more expansive open world, so uh, excited to check it out nonetheless. So the game of console wars been ever so fun. And Forbes kind of writes about what we just talked about as far as how Xbox series X is everywhere. All of a sudden, unlike PS five, which is the title of the article here. So quoting on Forbes, uh, says Sony on the other hand has been much more reserved. We're seeing the first hands-on videos from Japanese YouTubers now, and they're showing off a lot of the same things people are praising with the Xbox Series X. But here's, but there's a difference between flooding social media with preview units in a single limited event and mostly one of scale. It's mostly one of scale. By giving out so many consoles, Microsoft ensures that it has a prominent place in social media in weeks before launch. Sony has had too many advantages to count last generation, price probably being chief among them, followed by not only making a complete mess of the reveal. One other thing, however, didn't hurt. At the beginning of the last generation, Sony was pretty liberal with PS4 review units, and a lot of journalists defaulted to playing most multi-platform games on those consoles. So it's kind of funny. The one thing that I, I found interesting that he noted in this article saying that Japanese YouTubers are showing off these features for this Series X. Again, that market really getting invested into these Xbox consoles and probably specifically with the Game Pass, right? But I did I did find it was interesting in this article too, where it talked about how the last generation, the last generation, Sony kind of had a leg up specifically with you know, the price of the console was three ninety nine, and I forgot the about pricing. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people complained about the five hundred dollar pricing. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. remember one of my favorite one of my favorite moments about the last console war was a South Park episode about it. Black Friday <laughs> Brundaroo. <laughs> <laughs> if you've not seen that, if you've not seen the episode of South Park, go watch it. There's a great fight between the CEO and Bill Gates. Nice. <laughs> fucking street fight. Well, it was like a street fight. Where is it? In the Red Robins. Yeah. In the Red, Red, Red Robins. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Very, very interesting stuff. Um, you know, so. 
it's 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 i mean like we haven't got to launch yet so the numbers aren't out but i don't know man i a lot like xbox is winning like i know la- when when the during the last console war I, you know that, that you know gamers always have to talk with their friends of like you know what console you're getting what console you're getting you know what are you what are you going to get what are you going to get uh almost everyone's like xbox i know i have like a few friends are doing like ps5 but they're doing both uh, i only have, i think i only have one friend that's going to do like exclusively uh the ps5 but everyone is like i it, and you know like you know i mentioned it like i think two episodes ago you know budget wise you know you know if you're gonna get a ps5 that's depending what version you get that's like let's say it's 500 dollars um plus a few games it's like 120 plus an extra controller that's like an extra like 70 whereas again with the xbox you don't need new you don't need new accessories um the controllers and accessories work now and depending what type of launch game you want most of the ones they advertise are going to be on the game pass so it's 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 really it's really it's really interesting to say that that with xbox you could buy a 500 console but yet quote unquote game on a budget because there's no other there's nothing else you're really paying for face value maybe if you need like an extra controller or to replace something but mm-hmm. in terms of hardware it's all going to be compatible yeah yeah definitely definitely it's interesting too before i go into the next topic it's interesting as far as the size of the series x because a lot of uh different you know uh big gaming i don't say applications but just like just like like i the ign's and the kind of funnies and things of that nature some of those folks they they got some demos or they got some of the some uh builds of uh, the series x and it looks like it's like it's like two xbox series s's and a quarter put together when it comes to the thickness but i hear that as far as like uh the sound of it turning on has like a really cool unique sound and you know you can charge the controllers usb type c um so yeah so just little like little nuances you know as far as like hey this is the next generation and then i hear the load times are just like incredibly fast where it's just like so i haven't seen yeah i've I've, I've, I've only been seeing reports but i haven't seen the video of it yet because i know Mm. i follow ign and then you know the angry angry joe show and they Mm. got they got they got early builds too um but they can't show it just they can't show it yet so i wonder how close i wonder how close because they both they both kind of said the same thing like they kind of show it they can like talk about it um so i wonder how close to like launch they'll be allowed to release what they were able to you know have their hands on like how like how early to launch that they could say it did this it did that so i'm so i've been like i'm looking forward to that yeah the uh, embargoes once those are you know lifted then we can you know, feast our eyes on what uh, they got cooking up here. One interesting report on the Sony side of the fence here uh, was some pretty positive comments regarding to the PS5 and how it runs pretty cool and quiet. So according to Ars, yeah, yeah. So according to Ars Technica, they quote, the most welcome news, at least for those accustomed to the jet engine fan noise sometimes encountered on the PS3 and 4, is that the PS5 seems to remain relatively quiet, even while in continuous use. The uh, Dinjeki Online Google Translate <laughs> noted that it was re- really quiet after playing for hours in a hot room with no apparent heat felt on the surface of the system itself. End quote. 
So I, f- I find that to be very positive, you know, uh, because, you know, obviously, you know, you being a gamer playing hours on end, you know, we're, we're used to kind of hearing our systems really being pushed to the limit. <laughs> it's, I know it sounds like a Harrier jet's about to launch through my window. Just I'm like, God, is my console about to explode. I should take a break while your eyes are tired. No, I think, uh, I think my Xbox is about to spontaneously combust. <laughs> it's like when you hear your ps3 like louder than your fridge like something's yeah <laughs> your ps3 had a ps3 the ps3 had a bit had, had a big yeah like woofing issue <laughs> of just yeah fucking loud 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 ass fan that was just overcooking itself yeah absolutely absolutely so that's definitely positive but man i'm just really curious if i'm just i don't want to seem like we're being a dead horse here but i'm really curious to see like if if they're if like sony's like waiting on like some deals being closed before they announce anything or this is just like kind of like their science their silent strategy it's just very it's just very interesting to me that they've been so quiet so well, I, what do you think? I I, I also think it because I wonder because in terms of just sheer sales, they definitely killed the first maybe two fiscal years of the console war last year. So I don't know if they're coming in super confident this time because because I will say like yeah they definitely like again like last last console war they Xbox I mean we we yeah we are we are now but it was definitely behind the eight ball for them it was playing catch up for Microsoft a lot you know last console war. Um, but yeah, they are being like again, like it's not not that they're quiet. It's more like just Xbox has dropped these huge, big ass announcements, like from Bethesda to you know now this EA Play thing. It's it's just these huge announcements, like on the cusp of launch date and the, the whole pre-order thing. I don't know if I don't know I don't know if Sony between now and you know second week of November will have like a big massive announcement to to keep in line up with what Xbox been doing so far. Yeah, it's almost like Xbox. They've just had like some really good cards to put down on like Uno. <laughs> yeah, like massive, just fucking plus four. We bought Bethesda. Suck it. <laughs> draw four. Draw four. <laughs> skip. Skip. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. I wanted to ask you a question too, because I, I always try to ponder on like some of the things that might be released later that haven't really been talked about as of yet. So I know we talked about xCloud, right? And you probably are more knowledgeable about xCloud than I am. But I, when I think about the next gen console, I always think about, I always think about how much storage that these games are going to take. Right. I know we have it. We, I know we have the game pass, which obviously is like streamed and, you know, streamed for the most part, right? But I'm wondering about these games, you know, say when, you know, Cyberpunk does come out or just like the Halo Infinite or just maybe Halo Infinite's a bad uh, bad example, but those games that we are buying uh, and downloading to the console, I wonder like what the storage is going to look like on the Xbox Series X and probably even more worrisome on the PlayStation 5. I mean, what, what are your, what are your thoughts? Well, we're seeing that now with Call of Duty. I know Call of Duty is an, uh, Call of Duty is an outlier, but not by mm. too much. Um, Cause even right now, Call of Duty Warzone with, if you have Call of Duty plus the separate file that is Warzone, but let's be honest, most people do. Um, mm. And all the updates and everything there. It's 200 gigabytes. Oh my God. And that's now. 
Um, now they have now they now they have said an update. They have said an update is coming. Condense it, but you know, if I mean, yeah, that's the outlier. But you know, with next gen, you know, with next gen games coming, it's, I think storage is going to be a big issue because one thing the Xbox is that one thing that one thing the Xbox is advertising is their one terabyte external hard drive. That's yeah. the thing they didn't do last year or last time around. Last time yeah. around, you know, it was just a, it was like surprise. Games went from like twelve gigabytes. I remember at the, t- at the time last or two generations ago, like the three sixty PS three area, three sixty PS three era. Skyrim was like one of the biggest games, and that was like thirteen gigabytes. And then Xbox One PS four era comes out, and you had short smallish games like Rise and Call of Duty that are fifty gigabytes, and that was a huge update. That was like a huge, yeah. like, holy shit, they're 50 gigabytes. And now, <laughs> you know, we're seeing 150, like 100. We're seeing games now that are 100 to 200. Like the Halo. Yeah. I, I, uh, My friend and I, Victor and I, you know, our mutual friend, we beat all the games in the Halo Master Chief collection. Remat, whatever, whatever, um, I forget the, the last word, edition. Well, once we beat it, I uninstalled it because that game was like 130 gigabytes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... The fact that Xbox is getting ahead of it and saying, "Hey, we have a one terabyte hard drive," it, it is. I think it is going to lean towards that eighty to a hundred, maybe. I mean, not not indie not indie games, but AAA, massive, heavily invested games. Um, yeah. Cyberpunk, for example, huge, massive open world RPG. We're looking. At, I'm probably betting that we're going to look at eighty gigs, maybe two hundred, being the standard. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, and, and 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 like you said, this is the current gen. You know, we're not even talking about PS5 and Xbox Series X. I mean, I can I think it's going to be easy, easy 200. You know, easy 200 and, and then that's with like the updates and stuff that like the PS4 and the Xbox One X and you know, those consoles got. So the, those updated on the next gen. I mean, that's just yeah, I'm seeing a whole lot of storage. <laughs> another another example of that is Gears of War five. Mm. Uh Gears of War five is in the hundred range. Oh wow. Yeah, nice. Gears of War Five that, that's another that's another game that once I beat it, I I I, de- I deleted it. <laughs> because it was just getting too big. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I, I remember um, I remember, remember in downtown when the Grand Theft Auto 5 came out. Oh, oh my God. The clusterfuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I fucked that game. Fuck that launch. And like people wanted to buy an old Xbox and they wanted to buy Grand Theft Auto, but you needed at least like five gigs and they, they wanted the old 360 so he kept telling them like, "Hey, if you want to buy this game, you have like you need like you oh at least God. buy the tw- at least buy the twenty gig hard drive because it's gonna take up twelve and people were like, what, whatever, man." <laughs> it, yeah, the amount of times I tell people you have to have to buy the storage, and the amount of times people said, "No, nah, whatever, man," and then people coming back the next day saying it doesn't work. I'm like, dude, just shoot me. <laughs> Just fucking, it's like being a shoe salesman and being like, okay, I want to buy a shoe. Okay, you're buying the left shoe. You have to buy the right shoe. Nah, man, whatever. And they come <laughs> back and be like, yeah, these shoes aren't comfortable. Like for what? Like one of my feet is really comfortable. The other my feet, I'm like walking on pavement. That's because you need to buy the other fucking shoe. <laughs> like it was just so annoying. Of 
<laughs> like, okay, if you're buying this, you have to buy the thing. I remember at one point we just started rubber banding them. Like we, I remember at one yeah. point we just, we just started, we just started rubber banding hard drives with GTA and be like, fuck it. It's a bundle. Here you go. Right. Why is this more, <laughs> why is this more expensive? Cause without this, you can't play the game without this. You can't play the game. <laughs> Let me speak to your manager. <sighs> hey, Hey, one sec. They're right there. Hey, can you play this without this? No. Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, so are we fucking done here? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy, but sad. You, you brought that up. Cause that's a perfect example. That's a horrible example. Um, or horrible, sorry. <laughs> Good example. Horrible memories. Right. Um, <laughs> just telling people like you have, you need this. Yeah, I don't think so. I heard on this Facebook post that you don't. And <laughs> yeah. Um, I read it on online. Like, oh, just the fucking. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, storage is a really definite issue. Like, mm-hmm. and remember, or at least I don't, I don't know how it's gonna be for the Xbox Series X. Uh, I hate to have to like say five syllables for one console. Um, <laughs> uh, but right, but currently now, like, I bought a Western Digital three terabyte external hard drive, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, even though it's a Microsoft operating system or like lo- you know loosely games game console, whatever, when mm-hmm. I bought it and installed and formatted it for my Xbox, it might have changed now. But when I got my Xbox Slim, my one mm-hmm. Slim, the white one, and used the external hard drive for that it tells you like warning, warning, are you sure? Because you won't be able to use it for other devices. And sure enough, I tried using it for my, my, my PC afterwards and it wouldn't let me. Oh, wow. So, but I mean, mean, it it did give me like Uber warnings, like, Hey, and then, so, um, I don't know if that's been changed. I don't know if that's even currently speaking, but it is going to be interesting that like, I may have to have a three terabyte hard drive for one console and another three terabyte, three terabyte hard drive, for another console. Right. Which is yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know they're releasing already or they're going to have proprietary, uh, externals for the series X. Um, so they're already lining that up. So we'll see what the price of that is and everything. So interesting stuff. All right, everyone. So we're going to get into the big tuna of the day, which is star Wars squadrons. So, Arthur, uh, we have been playing this fun flying game uh, that is very difficult. <laughs> surprisingly. Surprise, not in a bad way. Surprise, surprisingly. Yeah, not in a bad way at all. The good old Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, this released on the, was the 2nd of October. Is that right? Yeah, October 2nd, or in our case, where I don't lifed it, um, October 1st, 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tell me about your experience with Star Wars Squadrons. I know you've leaned a bit harder into it than I have. Oh yeah, what's well, easy when you it's easy when you know life it. Um <laughs> I'm like level eighteen at the moment. Yeah. Which is relatively high. Um for the time at the time of recording this. It's really fun, uh, but definitely challenging. What I mean by that by challenging is so there's only as of right now there's only two online modes, dogfights 
and uh, Flea Battles. Flea Battles is the main staple of the game. Five v five with um, two with two like cruisers, um, a frigate that spawns every now and again, and the main capital ship. That's like the that's the main mode of this game, I think, where you're gonna enjoy the multiple classes and targets and purposes of each thing. And um, you can play. There's three ways you can play Flea, flea Battles. Versus AI easy, versus AI ha- uh, normal, or um, ranked, which is against other players. And man, we are getting our shit kicked in playing versus AI easy. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, well, like it, but on it will win, but most uh, it's a good chunk of time we lose. It really, 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 really depends on you learning, learning your learning not only the game learning your class, learning what your, like what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. So, um, and then also like helping your friends out too. Like all these little tips and tricks you learn like, Hey man, do that, do that, do that. Um, right. It's really fun. The customization, the customization is really fun. You can, there's a lot of customization from your ship skin, your pilot, um, the interior ship. You can have like a hanging, you can have like your hologram, you can have your um, like hanging mirror thing, uh, like hanging dice or like a like a uh, Death Star replica. And the one thing that I, one thing I, I recommend is uh, do the challenges because early on in the game, the challenges make you learn other classes and they make mm. you learn what your strengths are. Um, like the interceptor is really fast. The interceptor is really weak health. But meant to get in, get in, get out. That's it. Like go in, kill like two things, and get out. Because its its speed is ridiculous. Like going, like I play, I play support, bomber, and sometimes interceptor. And man, going from a support ship, which as you know, you played a few times, is like a, just yeah. a truck towing another <laughs> truck. And then going from that to an interceptor, where I just whip across the map like in two seconds. It's right. it's crazy. Yeah. 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 I think, um, if I were to say anything about it, I really enjoy, like they really lean into, uh, as far as that world of like, you know, of, of playing, of playing in one of those, you know, like the, the, the X wing or whatever you're, yeah. you're, you're flying in, like the designs are great. The sounds are excellent. They're like directly from the films and everything. Uh, even like the alarms and stuff, like before you get into like your yeah the hangar alarm yeah the hangar alarm exactly so just like everything is like just like to a T you know like these sounds very reminiscent of the films that we that we know one of my favorite things of the game is the how you have to balance your your energy between your lasers your shields and your boosters like it's crazy like it's like I think it's really smart but then it's like Fuck, I have to adjust this. <laughs> it's really on the fly. It's it's really cool because really because the immersion of, like not just the aesthetics, not just the like cosmetics and the sounds, but also the gameplay, it creates a really high immersion for this game. Again, like ex- including the whole uh, mechanic of adjusting your energy your energy your energy. Of, like for example, like like the bomber, it's like or like like say like the Y Wing, because the Y Wing has shields. So you want to put the shields focus on your front as you know, put energy towards your shields and put the shields t- towards the front of the ship as you're approaching as you're approaching your bombing run. And then once you finish your bombing run and you want to get out, put the shields to your back. And it's it's just 
it's intense. It's intense. So you're like really messing with the D pad all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine what it's like for, cause it is available for like VR or yeah. like the, play, yeah. 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 The PlayStation VR. So I can only imagine like how crazy it is with that, you know? Cause like when I play it on the TV, like on my 55 inch, like it, it already feels like I'm actually in space, even though I've obviously never been to space, but it's just like, you feel like you're flying. <laughs> the, you mentioned VR, but you mentioned VR and also for immersion, it's also compatible for the, um, the stick controls. Oh, nice. Like the, like the I can't think of the, like, I think of the, think of the word, but like, let's say if you play flight simulator or like Ace yeah. combat or other really high immersion tactical based flying games and you have your joystick, your joystick. Thank you. Um, hmm. And Th- those work for these for Sony, mm. Xbox, and PC. Awesome. And, spe- and speaking of that, it is really cool because this is the first game we will play together in a long time because you have because you have Sony, and I have not Sony. <laughs> right, exactly the cross platform. Yeah, definitely one of the biggest, one of my favorite features. It's so funny, man. Having you know, having games now where they're where you can actually play with through other consoles. Like you know, for us back in the day, it was like separate bit equal. <laughs> It was like, dude, if you're tell you're if you're tell like th- th- like if you're tell like teenage call or early college Arthur that hey you're playing on a 360, they're playing on a PC, and they're playing on a PS3, that we'll all be able to play together someday. I'd be like, fuck you, get the hell out of here. Like, no, <laughs> like that's not that's that's not even that's not even a far future, let alone a distant yeah. future. Like we're all flying cars before that shit happens. No way. Right. No way. <laughs> Like when you're ass deep in the console wars, no way peace will nowhere, no way someone's gonna draw peace in that in, in that sand. Like no, right? Way. Exactly. Yeah. Xbox units, uh, Xbox units only. <laughs> Xbox only. Sony exclusive. PC master race. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it's 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 pretty exciting that that uh progress that progressiveness at least in uh video games has come so <laughs> about time dude <laughs> crazy stuff crazy the, um stuff. A, f- a few more things about the game is like it is buggy mm. you know there are there are some mm. bugs they're not bad bugs um one, one of the first bugs we got was audio <laughs> when we, oh when yeah you and i you and i tried to play together but the in-game audio wasn't working so we couldn't hear each other Mm. And then you to leave and of course you left i started my i restarted my xbox i had to restart my xbox completely and that fixed it. And I'm like, oh. but it's worked since then. <laughs> um, one fun bug that I've had twice now mm. is when you're playing fleet battles, it's your team of five humans versus five AI named champions or, or named pilots. Mm. But on f- two occasions now, I've had a glitch <laughs> where for whatever reason, all the five enemy pilots are on your team. <laughs> So it's 10 versus nobody. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like the five humans, which is meant to be, but the five AI heroes that's meant to be on the other team or on your team. So like that's 10 versus nobody. (laughs) And these matches that last like 15, 20 minutes will last like five. Just (laughs) plow the road. No one dies. Blow everything up. It's funny. That's happened. That's happened twice now. That's, that's my thing. That's like my favorite glitch. Oh my God. (laughs) 
that's crazy crazy and uh yeah so uh i would definitely recommend it i think it's worth the 40 bucks you know it's funny because i got i went into this without having playstation plus because obviously you need to have you know the xbox live or the, or the playstation plus to play this game but getting the game for 40 bucks and then getting it like a one month for 10 bucks i'm still paying under 60 dollars uh absolutely worth it you know absolutely worth it so I, I highly recommend it would you would you recommend it arthur i would i mean like i said we're less than a, we're, we're still we're still like only a few days in the launch and me and my friends already like dude the second they drop a season pass i'm like take my money this is a good game <laughs> um and honestly like this game coming off of i i still have the taint and the failure that was battlefront 2 i know they brought it back <laughs> but i was there man like i was there when they bought a 60 dollar game a 40 dollars season pass to be told oh yeah you want to play this hero fuck you buy him like what Fuck you, yay. <laughs> but they really, again, they, they go from Battlefront 2 to this, they really stepped it up. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I think that's a pretty big achievement in itself because that was, that was like the most controversial thing of that year. People spent all that money and, you know, they, you know, they, we don't have to go into it because it's just an awful situation. But yeah, I'm glad they've, you know, they're presenting a, a really quality product you know especially star wars product that's you know kind of erasing that awful memory so uh there's, yeah <laughs> there's no there's no there's no microtransactions as of now yeah yeah um and there's no microtransactions and even then the cosmetics even then the cosmetics to unlock for this game if you do their challenges are relatively easy like you know there's different tiers of skins like most games have where it's like your skin that's okay well that's basic the other skin looks really cool that's rare and um you know we're three days in and i've already bought like three legendary skins because the challenges really make it easy for you to um get the cosmetics so my honestly so in my opinion if they were to add microtransactions this will be a game unless you want it like now 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 you really don't have to spend that money because again if you're doing the challenges and you know, and plus you get the you get you get the in-game currency as you level up. You're able to get the cosmetic you want pretty, pretty rel- at, a, at a relative speed compared to other games. I think. Hmm. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Well, again, guys, definitely check out Star Wars Squadrons. Absolutely worth it. And for our last segment here, we're going to talk about a couple games that are out and that are around the corner. All right, y'all. So uh, if uh, this since this is releasing on a Saturday, I believe on Friday, FIFA 21 uh, released. Uh, so Boo. if you are. <laughs> Boo, FIFA. <laughs> Boo. I know I was just praising squadrons, but Boo, EA Sports. <laughs> Boo, EA Sports. You suck. Uh, not an EA Sports fan, huh? <laughs> uh, no, because that's the real gritty side of EA. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> there. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. Here's the thing: soccer fans should be nervous because 
NFL NFL fans should already be nervous because you know EA EA and the Madden franchise has gone downhill and they don't even care. They're just giving a big fuck you. We don't care. Take, you know, you you spend money, so shut up. So <laughs> EA bought EA now has an exclusive 5-year contract with the NFL that they're the only they're the only publisher that can make um simu- simulator style football games. Um, oh, wow. which sucks because right. that means no more blitz, no nothing, nothing. Yeah. Like it's and that's and it's horrible because they're they're after, I don't know what they call it, their fantasy league or their fantasy teams where like yeah. you know, you see people, you know, like punching a hole through their wall because they unlocked Ronaldo and they're like, Okay, calm down, dude. Um <laughs> they're like, Oh, I got Ronaldo. Ah, let me fucking flip out, like calm down. Um <laughs> so like that like that money system is it's 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 it's, i I don't like it um and and for soccer fans you know i used i used to like madden and Mm -hmm. it's gone downhill like they've openly removed things like put this way joe i don't know if you've seen clips but like in an nfl madden you can make a character there's four faces oh now okay well i think now there's eight Ooh, but before it was like hey you want to make a character okay here's four faces oh like you pick a frame of a face and you get it past there nope just one of these four generic fucking dudes um um and to me and fifa's right there with it it's fifa's right there with it where it's just um they don't even try anymore like there's like there's a lot of videos where like they release a new trailer and in their trailer when they show a stadium, mm. it's like, like, sh- like shot for shot things from their last game. Mm. So all, so all you're doing really is paying sixty, sixty dollars plus for a new roster. There's mm. no new mechanics. Nothing's really improved. It when it comes to these sports, when it comes to EA Sports, year after year, all people are really doing is just paying full price for a roster flip. Man, man. Well, FIFA 21 out now. <laughs> If you like, you know, if you, if you, I mean, the upside here, the only a minimal upside is if you like it and you're an Xbox fan, you don't have to pay money for it. Cause it's going to be, cause it's going to be on game pass. Woo. There you go. There um, you go. <laughs> but still like, I don't like EA sports it, cause EA sports is still the dirty, nasty side of EA that refuses to stop being an asshole. <laughs> like, EA, like EA, like regular EA, like we just said, did Battlefront, fucked up, learned, made, made uh, Jedi Fallen Order, great game, and then they made Squadrons, great game. EA Sports is like, now nah, we like money. We don't care. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, they'll get their act together on the sports side. So we'll see. In other news, uh, so Crash Bandicoot, I know we talked about this before. Uh, as far as you know, oh, is it going to be on an Xbox One? Uh, and it is, and is definitely is. It is now available uh, on Xbox One. The Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. So you'll have to tell me how that is. You'll probably end up playing it before I will. But it's gotten really good reviews, uh, and I'm really excited because that's basically my Mario. Um, <laughs> back in the day, it was Crash Bandicoot. So. You know, whether I was uh, swearing at my television because, you know, an inch, a a mini, you know, just like a very small, you know, uh, inch of uh, jumping on a platform, I die. Uh, Oh, yeah. You still. Oh, yeah. You you fall. Yeah. You fall off the world. (laughs) Fuck you, shaman mask. Just watch me die. Floating demigod. 
Can't save me. Thanks. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I think it came out the same day as Squadrons too, which was just bad luck. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I wasn't a buy it, and I looked through. Um, I told you this before. I I buy games based on release date because I know how much I can like play them. Like I don't know. Like let's like again, like again like Squadrons. I was really hoping. I was like really high for Squadrons, and then Crash Bandicoot Four comes out. I think either the same day or at least the same like week. Um, I didn't buy it because I knew I'd be you know head deep in squadrons. So I'm gonna I'll give it like another month. I'll give it like another month, maybe for more weeks, and I'll pop it. Just get like just get really thrown the squadrons, and then um, hopefully nothing else I want <laughs> drops between <laughs> now and the next few weeks, so I can play Crash Bandicoot. Right, exactly, exactly. And then on the Xbox Game Pass side, they add a couple of games, Brutal Legend being one of them, Orza 7, and oh, uh, can, yeah, and uh, Eichenfell. And then leaving Xbox Game Pass uh, on October 15th, so uh, next week uh, technically, mm-hmm. Felix the Reaper, uh, Metro 2033 Redo, uh, Minute Saints Row 4 Reelected, and State of Mind. Uh, it's going to be leaving on the PC side of the Game Pass. So um, I'm glad I bought. I'm glad I already beat Saints Row Four. That was fun. <laughs> That's just GTA, but fuck physics, fuck logic. You're flying in space. You're a superhero. Go play Central. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, interesting, uh, interesting stuff. Uh, so with. With that being said, I think we're going to be close to closing out here. Any lasting, uh, lasting thoughts, Arthur, in this uh, state of games today? Uh, EA, I'm, I'm getting better with you. EA Sports, you can still go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, well, we're going to wrap it up here again. Gamers for Life podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Jarrell and Arthur Thomas. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.